0: When people think of Wisconsin agriculture, they typically think of dairy and crops, yet with our state being home to over 10,000 lakes and with shoreline on Lake Superior and Lake Michigan, it should come as no surprise that fishing is a rich part of our state's agricultural identity. This is Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report. I'm speaking with Gabe Salm of Salm Salmon Charters in Sheboygan. He has been fishing the waters of Lake Michigan for years and provides the opportunity for others to enjoy. Gabe, tell me about your business.
1: The business started, uh, me and my dad, actually my dad kind of started the business um, when I was younger, around, I was probably around 10 or 12 when he bought our first big lake boat and we just kind of started fun fishing out here. And then uh, he decided to get his captain's license and uh, me and my brothers kind of helped him out with first mating and he kind of just ran trips on the weekend. He's a full-time plumber during the week. Then uh, I kind of, once I turned 18 and was eligible to get my captain's license, I decided I wanted to do that and help him out a little more. And then uh, I ended up getting a job for the marina, a full-time job here in Sheboygan, and I'm also the mechanic here at the marina. So then at that time, I kind of took over the business from my dad. He stepped back a little bit since I was right in town here, and it just kind of worked out for scheduling and everything for me to run it. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, here we are today.
0: So do you have to have a captain's license to be able to do charters?
1: Yes. Along with our captain's license, we have to have special insurance to be able to take out Customers. Our boats get inspected by the Coast Guard. Um, we're held at kind of higher standards than just a recreational boater. Um, all the captains and mates have to be enrolled in random drug test programs. When somebody's around searching for a charter, if they wanted to ask to see the captain's credentials, you know, their captain's license or something, that's something that if somebody asks us to show them, we have to provide it.
0: Can you tell me, for folks who might not be as familiar with the charter business in general, what do you guys do? What do you all offer with your charter service?
1: It's pretty much standard across the board here in Sheboygan, at least. I know from port to port things can be a little different, but uh, like with the price, um, our first mates work for tips only. And pretty much everybody in Sheboygan at least runs a first mate on the boat just because it makes life a little easier for the captain with running all the lines and everything, and for safety reasons. And then we provide pretty much all the tackle. We'll provide all the tackle, fishing rods, bait. Basically all the customers have to bring is a cooler with some refreshments, and then we'll clean the fish for them. So when they leave, a cooler to bring some fish home with. And then proper clothing, sun protection, stuff like that. But we provide all the gear, all the safety equipment, and we even clean the fish for you at the end of the trip.
0: Is there anything else that you guys offer besides strictly fishing?
1: We do do like um, night, like sunset cruises, uh, morning cruises. A couple of years ago, we had the Ryder Cup, which is a big, the big golf world championship. That was at Whistling Straits, which is just about seven miles north of our marina. And that actually ended up being a pretty good weekend for charters just to take people up to the golf course and throw off the anchor so people could watch the golf outing. So a lot of times we have activities like that going on, and, I mean, our boats are here to make money. So if you want to go fishing, we'll take you fishing. If you just want to go for a little boat ride, you know, watch the sun go down, we'll do that too.
0: Can you tell me, as far as fish are concerned, how many fish can folks bring home per day? Is that all according to state regulation?
1: Yes. um, We're in Wisconsin, obviously, so we have to abide by the Wisconsin regulations. Uh, We're mainly targeting coho salmon, king salmon, also known as Chinook, lake trout, rainbow trout, and brown trout. We do sometimes see a pink salmon or an Atlantic salmon here and there, but those... First five species are kind of the ones we're targeting the most. And total bag, a person can have five fish of those species total. So in one trip, you could catch five of those fish, and it depends on the time of the year. Like the cohos are usually a little smaller. Those might be two, three, four-pound fish, and the kings get up to 30-plus pounds. So you could have a limit of fish, and you could have... 15 pounds of fish, or you could have a limit of fish and have hundreds of pounds of fish.
0: How long is the season for you guys, and what does the average day look like? Are you guys working seven days a week during the season?
1: During the season, yeah. it gets. We're just kind of starting to get busy now. Fish, it kind of depends on the year. This year the fish showed up. Usually they kind of start showing up around now. I'd say they were a little bit early, a couple weeks maybe, but the last week, last weekend boats were just doing spectacular out there. People were multiple, many, many boats were coming in with six man limits even before the trip was supposedly done. Uh, Most of our trips go for five hours, but if you catch your limit before the five hours are up, you got to go home, you're done. And yeah, when fishing's hot like that, obviously we're posting, we're advertising that. So that helps make the phone ring more and more and more. And
0: What is the earliest that you would normally start during the year, and how late would you typically go?
1: So our marina in Sheboygan opens on April 15th per the contract. Um, I think the river opens on May 1st, but I know the last couple of years end of April hasn't been very friendly for anybody, so nobody's really looking to get their boat in that early. Um, But there has been years before where fishing's great, and if you can get in early go for it and then the season ends October 15th and a lot of times the kings come in and spawn usually late August early September and then fishing kind of starts to die off slowly after that but last year fishing remained awesome up until we pulled the boats this year is kind of opposite last year fishing started off kind of slow and then as the season ended just got better and better this year season the fishing starting off great which is a really good sign because then fishing should remain great all season for us what are you
0: and other folks who run charters doing during the winter months
1: that's where it's tough um like i said a lot of the charter captains operators have full-time jobs otherwise um because yeah um that really stinks for us where like down south east coast and stuff they can run all year and that also adds a lot of expense onto our end. It really, it actually costs more to store the boats than it does to keep them in a slip. So every year we got to winterize, antifreeze, all that kind of good stuff, either shrink wrap or indoor storage. So that's a big expense we take, but it's part of the fun. We got to figure it out. I know there's a couple of guys in town that um, that's exclusively what they do is they run their charter business. But then those guys have multiple boats, so they're booking a lot of trips, and they're running seven days a week. And then a lot of us too. Like I'll plow snow in the winter time. Like I said, I'm the mechanic for the marina in the summer too, so that gets me a little busier too. Yet, but then in the winter time, I got a more extra time on my hands. So a lot of us will bigger projects will push off on our boats for the winter time for the off season. And then I know a lot of other captains that have snow snow removal jobs or something like that, kind of seasonal jobs. Can you tell
0: me what some normal issues are that you might run into during a normal season?
1: I'd say our biggest issue is weather and really forecasting. I know probably everybody can agree that it just seems like our forecasting, they might tell you one thing and you're standing outside and it's completely not that. So it's really, really tough to, obviously some of our customers drive, you know, from hours away or we'll get lodging or whatever to stay in town and kind of make that trip a weekend or whatever. So we try to watch the forecast and, If it's going to be, if it's guaranteed going to be very windy, we'll give them a heads up and say, hey, we might want to look at rescheduling this for a better day. Or if you want to come up and check it out in the morning, we can try. If we want to try then to schedule for another day, you can. Um, But then that can kind of get you on the other end too, because I know last year, I know there were like three or four different times where they were calling for high winds and luckily it didn't happen to me at all but there were a couple other captains that canceled their trips for the next morning because they were expecting high winds and we woke up and it was like glass flat calm
0: can you tell me what would be considered too
1: rough of weather for you guys to go out into it really depends on the people Um, a lot of times i'll kind of feel them out and i'll ask them if they've been on the lake before if they have motion sickness issues A lot of times if they have never been out on the lake before, I'll recommend that they take Dramamine the night before, eight hours before that morning if it's an afternoon trip because a lot of times if they take it on the boat when they're already feeling sick, it's too late. So um, like if we have a new group that... I haven't been out that's never been out, and maybe they got young kids or something or some elderly people, and it's looking like it might be kind of rough, you know, where I could take a group out that has been out and are diehards, and they'd be fine, but I might kind of push those and try to get those people to schedule for a nicer day, because I want their experience to be fun.
0: Can you tell me what it was like for your business during the pandemic? What kind of issues were you guys dealing with? Was business good? Was business bad?
1: It was very interesting for us. I know the pandemic was very interesting for everybody. Obviously, in the beginning, we were not labeled an essential business. So they said that we could not operate. In the beginning, it was looking very grim. Um, I think it was Memorial Day weekend, or it was right around Memorial Day weekend when they lifted that ban and said that we could start running trips again. It was kind of perfect timing. I know we did lose some trips early season because of that, but early season, a lot of times, we're not getting real busy yet, usually like Memorial Day through Labor Day is our busiest time of year so it actually ended up kind of being a blessing in disguise where at first we were all like we're not going to be able to make any money this year we got all these expenses and and then they opened us up for business and then it was one of the few things that people could do i found myself taking out a lot of people and having a lot of phone calls um, for people that didn't even know that this was an option. And then they either started talking to people or they just decided to take a drive to town and saw my card somewhere or saw the fishing boats and was like, hey, let's do this.
0: What is it like to be operating alongside other individuals who are in the same business as you? Is it competitive? Are you guys pretty friendly with each other?
1: I have to say in this port, it's pretty good. I have a lot of other Charter captains and uh, operators that I work with. Like, if I have a group that wants to take out more than one boat, we can only take a maximum of six customers per boat. So, if I have a group that wants to take out ten or twelve people, I'll call up one of my buddy captains and I'll say, "Hey, I got this group. I need another boat," and vice versa. Or if we'll uh, share mates. If if we need to, if somebody's short a mate, or I'll mate for people too. I got no problem jumping on deck and running lines and helping catch fish too. So it is kind of, it is very nice to be able to work with the other captains like that.
0: Do you have any plans to expand or grow your business in the coming years or are you guys sitting pretty good with where you're at?
1: I'm pretty good where I'm at. I guess someday it'd be nice to step back from my full time job a little bit and do a little bit more fishing, enjoy it a little more it also it's kind of a a fine line to walk because if you take if you fish too much it turns into work so i still want to keep it fun
0: speaking of fishing too much have you noticed over the years that you have been doing this a decrease in number of fish out on
1: the lake is there any concern there There was. Um, Actually, years ago, they actually overstocked Lake Huron with predator fish. And that led to the predator fish eating all the small fish. And it basically crashed the lake where it was very hard to get that environment and get the animals to live back in that lake properly because they overstocked it. So when they realized that, they backed off on stocking all the rest of the Great Lakes immensely. Like there, there were a couple of years they didn't put fish in the lake at all, and then we obviously saw that effect, and we're catching less fish. And now the last couple of years, they've seen the bait fish are really coming back in Lake Michigan and the other Great Lakes. And they're slowly bumping up the stocking again, and they're being very careful about it because they don't obviously don't want to overstock and crash the lake. But then, if they understock, we're going to have an explosion of baitfish, and the baitfish could take over the lake. So it's kind of a, a fine line they got to walk. But uh, it seems like I want to say about four or five years ago was probably our lowest catch rate, and now it's coming back up. And the last couple of years we have seen. It used to be if you thought, caught a 30-plus pound king salmon, that was kind of a, a really big highlight, maybe a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And the last couple of years, 30-pound fish have been common, so they're eating very good, which tells me that there's a lot of bait out there, and we could use we could use some more big fish to eat them.
0: What do you enjoy most about what you do?
1: I personally love seeing people catch fish. If I could take uh, a 35-pound king and catch it myself or hand the rod to somebody who's never caught one, I would rather see that person catch that fish.
0: From Friday night fish fries to fishing on a lake, fish are an integral part of Wisconsin's identity. Providing people the opportunity to connect with nature and catch their own food is a unique joy that has Gabe Salm thankful to do what he does. This is Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report.